Hi, this is Joanne Vignair with the podcast, It's Storytime, Meemaw, and Answered Prayer for stories that point children to God. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are glad that you're with us this week, and uh, I'm excited about this topic. And, and Andy, do you want to tell us a little bit about the topic? It's yours. Oh, that's, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Sam starts the program with the lies. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, community, sometimes you have to go through some of those too, right? No, it is my topic for this week, but honestly, it's all of our topic. Because if you go back and you listen to our shows, it's the most common thing we talk about. I don't care what the topic is in a given week. It seems to come up um, up almost every week that we talk about this topic, and the topic is community. You know, we talk a lot about our community, and so I started thinking about, you know, I don't know that we've really done a topic in a while on just the topic of community because there are some really beneficial things about community, and there's some very challenging things about community, and, and uh, I'm sure you guys would echo some of that. Yeah, definitely. I think... Um I, I, we we talked about why does it come up so much, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I think all of us had that in our hearts. We've had some shallow relationships. We've had some good relationships, mm-hmm. but we don't. I don't think all. I'm not going to speak for everybody. I know I didn't have a group that I could really be honest with and and share the good, the bad, and the ugly, the history, the wounds of the past. Trust be able to trust that to somebody else. Now, I've done that on certain individuals and stuff, but I think there's an aspect of having a group instead of just an individual to talk to because you get more perspectives from a group. You do, and, and I realize you're so much nicer than me because I set you up with a way you could really <laughs> slam me there. I said the challenges of community, and you could have went right back at me, yeah. and you chose not to, mm-hmm. so you're much... <laughs> nicer guy not that anyone in this room didn't already know that but uh or the listers yeah, for that matter everybody sees my halo right we do it's hidden under your hat it is <laughs> Thus the challenges of community right it, there. it is some of the community yeah so so danny we have a, a clip uh and this we're going to use your clip first we have several clips uh today that we might get to we know we're going to get to some of them but uh anyway uh danny why don't you tell us a little bit about your clip well it has to come with a precursor this has absolutely nothing to do with the current vaccine dilemma in our community or in our in our world so but it does talk about a vaccination a tetanus shot and it's a clip from the andy griffith show and the county nurse is trying to get everybody vaccinated and andy is engaging with one of the local farmers named rafe hollister trying to persuade him to get on board and thus that's the clip so not letting that nurse give you that shot. I can see now where you was 100% right. You can? Oh, yeah, yeah. I understand now why you're doing it. You do? Yeah. If you was to let her give you that shot, see, you'd be passing up your chance for immortality. You're dying right, I would. 
What does that mean? Immortality. Well, that means being famous like Columbus or George Washington or some of them. Huh? Oh, well, see, they're famous. They're famous for, for doing great deeds. And that's what you'll be, too. Yeah. After you're dead. <laughs> After I'm dead? Yeah. How it'll happen, probably, one day you'll, you'll get uh, cut by a rusty saw or an animal will bite you or something like that. And not having the shot, well, you'll be a cinch to go. Just like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where the great deed comes in. See, by dying, it'll serve as a lesson to the others not to neglect their shots. It will. Oh, yeah, got to, got to. I can just see them neighbors and kin folks of yours right now. They'll be saying, they'll say, did you hear what happened to Rafe? Poor soul, he cut himself and went just like that. Moaning and groaning and suffering. They'll say, well, it ain't gonna happen to me. I'm going down there at that county nurse and get me that good shot right now. Now, wait a minute. And the funeral you'll have. Funeral? Oh, yeah. It'll be the biggest thing Mayberry's ever seen. Oh, yes, there'll be talks and eulogies. And while the folks are filing by, paying their last respects, looking down at you. If I ain't too broke up, I might sing a song over you. A song just for you. Now, Danny, you had a song you wanted to do, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> that would be the end of this radio program as we know it. So. No, that, what was it about that clip that really kind of spoke to you? What was it that moved you to say, hey, we got to use this one? Well, the premise behind it and what I saw was that part of a community something's going on in the community and and rafe was kind of looked to in the farming community as andy and the nurse had discussed previously that you know if we could get him to go on board the rest would follow and whether it's a vaccination or whatever but but the the heart behind it i think is that no matter where you think you are in a community, you know, statue-wise, whether you're the janitor or the president, you know, you matter in a community, and your decisions matter because so often we look at it from an aspect of all those old wounds that we talk about that we're insignificant, but it does matter who you are, and somebody's paying attention, positively or negatively, that what your life is because God intended for your life to matter. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you wouldn't exist. That's a good point. You know, I, I, I think about friends and the way they kind of, I don't want to use the word manipulate because that's a negative connotation, but the way they help someone get to a conclusion, right? You know, and good friends are able to do that, to sit down with you and, and kind of help you navigate your way into seeing some truths you didn't have the opportunity to see because you were kind of blinded by one thing or another. You know, and I like that about that clip that Andy was able to use humor and a little bit of fear, you know, to get Rafe to say, okay, there's probably something bigger going on here. And manipulation. And a little bit I of I never really thought about how good a manipulator Andy was till right then. Yeah, he kind of was. But, you know, he did it with a good heart and a good spirit, you know, and I think that's the difference. It was not for his self-gain, right? It was for the betterment of the person. Right. Oh, he, he wore he wore Barney out with some manipulation. Oh, he did. All right. So <laughs> let's merge Andy now. We just can't tolerate. No. It. Just... 
I just really hope somebody owns the rights to that clip so it doesn't end up on an infomercial. <laughs> At any point, you know, supporting something or not supporting something, either way. But yeah, it's uh, it, was, it was a great clip and a way to say how community can kind of rally around and, and do that. So what about um, challenges in community, guys? What are some of the challenges with community? Not everybody. Well, since nobody else <laughs> wants to go grab a mic, why not? Yeah. It's, it's hard to have peer pressure. It's hard to go out and try to be yourself in a community that is somewhat different than you. It's hard. You have to go out on a limb. Um, for me, you know, I grew up being a jock, so it was like, oh, you've got to be the jock, and there are certain expectations that you're going to do the jock thing and be in this certain group and this certain crowd. One of the things I absolutely loved about being in high school was all the friends that I had that were not a part of that community is they were kind of the kids that were kind of left out. They, they were – there were a few other of my friends that liked them too, and you can kind of tell who treated them well, who didn't, but I tried to, you know, at least stick up for them. I didn't do as good a job as I could have all the times. There were a few of them, you know, that – I always thought, you know, there's always somebody in the crowd that you just kind of never felt was worth sticking up for. But they were such nice guys, and they were just, they were just great to hang out with and get a different perspective on life than playing sports, you know, and being a part of the in crowd and that kind of stupid stuff. So I, I, was, I learned a lot from just kind of hanging around with some of these guys and talking to them at school and hung out with a few of them outside of school a few times, you know. But most of my life, you know, I was just – in playing sports and it just you just kind of get sucked into certain things with that community and it can be a very bad draw on you because you you get pigeonholed and into one thing and you're like no i'm more than i'm different than that but it's hard to break out yeah you can you can be labeled right as being part of a community and that can be a challenge yeah and allow yourself to be labeled yeah andy (laughs) yeah i'm sitting here chatting with danny and then oh i'm sorry i thought you had no 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 i actually did i'm sorry I think probably, you know, the whole thing is, you know, whenever you have a group, more than more than two, you're going to have more diversity. You're going to have a difference of opinions. And then you get stuff like, you know, the host doesn't want to use your clip, you know, something yeah. like that, difference of opinion. Yeah. But, no, seriously, it was just, just uh, kind of before the show, but... <laughs> kind of a wound there we'll have to process exactly. later. Yeah. No, seriously, it was, that's a funny thing. But, I mean, there's there's times in our community that we don't see things uh, to, the same way. And there are times that we have difference of opinion. You have to work through it, and that's called maturity. And that's what you should expect from a community is to mature. If you're in a community and you're static, you're not really growing, and you're not really, you know, iron sharpened iron, you're – you're just stuck. You're not really benefiting from that community. The community is, you know, serving you, but you're really not serving it. All right. So part of that challenge would be it's just you're coming from different perspectives and trying to come to common ground. Right. Right. Yep. And that happens. What else do we have as, as challenges, guys? Jim? Well, I don't can't speak for anyone else, but I'm in two major communities. Uh and uh, honestly, if I ever had to choose one or the other, it'd be tough. But uh, your your positions are different. Maybe not that tough. <laughs> I'm getting some signals. In this community, these guys, 
uh, and I almost said this before the break, but I knew Sam would take the setup and slam it on me. But <laughs> in this in this group, I, I don't feel like the least of these, but I know that I'm not looked to, and it, there's the, the expectations are we make decisions together. Now, mm-hmm. you know, Sam and Robbie, <laughs> Sam just got pointed at may be the final decision but i always feel like i'm heard and the and i'm always built up when i'm with this group so i when you first said what are the problems with it i don't have much problem other than some of my personal stuff that i bring in and my church community i love that one too but there are very few people that I really have a peer relationship with. Mm-hmm. I'm either being obedient to the uh, what I have above, or I'm trying to help somebody else that should have as good an answer as I do. Yeah. But they're looking to me for that guidance. <laughs> thank you, Jim. I'm not going to slam you on anything you said. <laughs> I'm uh, trying to not give you enough time. Well, thank you. We oh, do have a worked. we do have a boot camp coming up though. You have time to register. Do it soon. Go to MasculineJourney.org. It's November 18th through the 21st. We'll see you there. It's going to be a great event. Please register. What if one weekend wasn't up to you that you could go and God would orchestrate it all? Masculine Journey Boot Camp. Basic training designed to give men permission to be how God made them. Passionate warriors for the kingdom. Based on John Eldridge's wild at heart, experience four days purpose for God to come after and perhaps reawaken dreams and desires he uniquely placed in your masculine heart. Fall Boot Camp coming up November 18th through the 21st. Go to MasculineJourney.org and register today. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. Go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. You can go to facebook.com and click the donate button, or you can go to masculinejourney.org and find the donate button. Masculinejourney.org. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. So, Andy, that was your bump. Uh, why'd you pick that? Yeah, it doesn't sound like a uh, community clip, does it? It does. It does. So, it, it came from my fondness for uh, Remember the Titans. And, you know, I'm just going to be transparent. That was one of the clips that got cut, and rightfully so. But uh, it's. <laughs> you can By go, who? You can go watch uh, Remember the Titans and watch for the uh, the locker room scene. It's There's some funny stuff in it. But. Uh, you know they play that song in that, and, and it's really about two communities, mm-hmm. the black community and the white community, where they merge the high schools and where they're coming together as a football team. And there's some still some dissenters on the outside, but it, that clip is where they really first start coming together as a as a unit, and it's really cool to see. And I always hear that song, and that's where my mind goes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's to remember the Titans. So, 
Yeah, what, what you submitted was a really good clip. It's just not one we're going to use. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Actually, on that there song. There is no wound. <laughs> yeah. That song came to my mind, too. Yeah. And I was like, well, I, somebody will have a different one. It was yeah. kind of, it was yeah. a catchy yeah. theme to that. I, I yeah. thought of that one, too. I mean, it's it's like a, a guy to a woman or whatever. They're talking back and forth. But, you know, I just think of it as those guys were singing it in the community that they had. So. Yeah, and actually, the, the movie, Remember the Titans, is based on a true story. Mm-hmm. It happened up in Virginia uh, in a school up there it's a great story about community it is at the end of the day you know even the beginning and the end of the movie is all about community absolutely right and so it is one to watch and just look at the power of community and diversity when it's brought together for good yep right and how much it can help people's hearts so robbie back to some of the challenges with community you know these guys they kind of tiptoed around a little bit rodney had some really good points and andy and jim had some good points (laughs) <laughs> and I have one more, so I'm going to interrupt. <laughs> I think one of the biggest problems with community is finding your place in that community. Now you can go to Robbie. Okay. <laughs> well, from my perspective, I, I, you know, any place that you have this possibility for a great reward, you know, like if you risk all that you're going to risk to be completely vulnerable in a community and completely throw it out there expecting uh, to be loved at the level that you're hoping to, you're liable to and probably are going to be stomped on at some point in time. And it is, and I'll be completely honest, I've had some of the highest in my life in this community, and I've certainly had some of the some of the lowest moments that I could ever remember as a result of the trap that I think is that we want the community to be God because it's so good that you expect it to fulfill that need you have for that big hole you have in your heart. And so when – and I'll give you a perfect example, and maybe I shouldn't, but I will anyway – um, two boot camps ago, you know, I put a lot of effort into like the whole summer. I was going to learn how to play classical gas and I was going to do this talk. And a lot of things went sideways. A lot of things went sideways in that particular camp. And I'd laid myself out there completely looking for some validation within the community and got absolutely zip. <laughs> which completely took me out. However, it it was a beautiful thing for God to say, okay, where are you really looking for it, Robbie? You know? And, 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 you know, there's so many things about it that is this about you? You know, that, that there's all those traps are right there because as you begin to feel, this is where my hope is. This is my hope is in this community. My hope is in my, my joy is in this community. Well, guess what you're doing, right? It's, it's like idol worship. I'm just saying, and I, I've been there and been slammed. Yeah, I think, I think it is, it's, it's very similar to a marriage relationship in the fact that you love and, and you, you, know, you, you put yourself at risk when you love and you can get connection. But when that person or that community doesn't respond as you think they would, it can be one of the most hurtful things there is because you're expecting a certain result. There is that look into validation and all that. You know, I think God, again, he knows that we're going to have these differences and that kind of thing. 
and that's part of again this is the benefits that come out of it but it's that benefit is so closely tied to the potential disaster that you you can bring upon one another it's a it's a natural part of it but it's the same thing in a relationship the thing that you know where she can't you know you you won't listen to her and you learn finally learn to listen it, it was a bad thing that turned into be something good to where you could really understand that person better i can't relate to that at all. <laughs> yeah here i am talking right <laughs> go ahead danny well the i'm being trumped by jim over there um it plays into what you're talking about, Robbie, with the chameleon effect is what I would call it. You kind of morph yourself into something you're not really to make sure you fit in. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, you kind of don't want to put yourself out there because you, the fear of rejection, the fear of that kind of thing. So you kind of change. We call it posing around here, I think. And it, it, it tends to do that sometimes, especially – you know, men talk about their trucks and their and all that stuff, and you know, yeah. So that yeah. chameleon effect—that's that, that kind that of a, a, a challenge to be your to thine own self be true, despite what may be the popular opinion or something. Yeah, what I heard with him about marriage reminded me of a song, as almost everything does. But I was thinking of Simon Garfunkel's "I'm a Rock, I'm an Island." A rock feels no pain, an island never cries. Well, all the time, I mean, if you're a rock or an island, you're also going to have no joy, no camaraderie, no friendship. And there are guys out there that are going it alone. And I weep for them. Mm -hmm. And they may not weep. They might be perfectly, think they're perfectly content, but there's no opportunity for growth if you don't have a community that you're living in, loving in, and being vulnerable in. Thank, thank you, Jim. The, the thing I would add to the challenges of community is we have an enemy and we have wounds, and the enemy knows our wounds and he knows how to push on mine to affect Robbie's and to push on Robbie's to affect you know Jim's and so forth. And you know, you have other players in the story, good and bad. You have other players, and, and it's messy. You know, you, you talked about it's hurtful. It can be really bloody, right? It, it is some of the lowest lows and the highest highs, but it's also a, a, a life preserver, you know, that, they throw, that God throws out to you to help you get through those things. You know, Danny, you'd said something about um, feeling the chameleon effect, and Rodney, this clip that you're talking about, kind of that you have, kind of deals with that a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, you've got a guy in Hiccup who is a son of the warrior leading Viking. So he's supposed to be this big man who's supposed to be able to step up and take his father's shoes someday. And he feels that pressure, and that's what he wants to be externally. But internally, he has nothing he wants to do with that that life in that world. So in this scene, uh, Hiccup, he's, he and the mother kids are fighting in the arena against dragons to show off their skills that they have to be able to fight dragons. And basically what's happening here is Hiccup goes in, he screws up, he messes up, his dad has to step in. You see, hear that at the beginning of the clip. He beats down the dragon. Then he has to take Hiccup off and go and kind of have this talk with him. And it's basically 
telling him he's kind of a little bit disappointed in him, and the whole community is basically ostracizing Hiccup. And there's one more thing you need to know. Sorry, Dad. Okay, but I hit a Night Fury. Uh, it's not like the last few times, Dad. I mean, I've really actually hit it. You guys were busy, and I had a very clear shot. It went down just off Raven Point. Let's get a search party out there before... Stop! Stop. Every time you step outside, disaster falls. Can you not see that I have bigger problems? Winter is almost here, and I have an entire village to feed. Yeah, between you and me, the village could do with a little less feeding, don't you think? This isn't a joke, Hiccup. Why can't you follow the simplest orders? I, I can't stop myself. I see a dragon, and I have to just kill it, you know? It's who I am, Dad. Oh, yeah. Many things, Hiccup. But a dragon killer is not one of them. Get back to the house. Make sure he gets there. I have his mess to clean up. Quite the performance. I've never seen anyone mess up that badly. That helped. Thank you. Thank you. I was trying. I really did hit one. Sure, Hiccup. He never listens. Well, it runs the and, and when he does, it's always with this disappointed scowl, like someone skimped on the meat in his sandwich. Excuse me, barmaid. I'm afraid you brought me the wrong offspring. I ordered an extra-large boy with beefy arms, extra guts and glory on the side. This here, this is a talking fishbone. Now, you're thinking about this all wrong. It's not so much what you look like, it's what's inside that he can't stand. Thank you for summing that up. Look, the point is, stop trying so hard to be something you're not. I just want to be one of you guys. Yeah, that guy's kind of like Job's friend, isn't he? Yeah, he kind of is, but you know what? At least he spoke truth and love. Yeah. He was trying to say the right things, and Hiccup actually understands what he's saying. Yeah, he's telling him, look, just be yourself. Right. And it's one of the things that we find very hard to do in this community, of any community you get into, is how can you really be yourselves? And that's where, in this community of ours right here, the men that come and do this masculine journey, it starts with vulnerability starts with, okay, I'm going to be vulnerable, so therefore the next person can see, oh, well, if he was vulnerable, maybe I can be a little bit. And you can get drawn into that, and it sucks you in and draws you in and kind of makes you want to follow in that footstep and actually, okay, I would like to share because I see the the wonderful healing and the uh, life that you get to lead, you know, not having that fear of others, and that's a great place to be. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely, you know, I, I, when we first talked about the show, we talked about, well, we'll do, you know, the first part of the break will be on the, the challenges of community, and the second part will be on the benefits, and we just kind of worked on the challenges. So if you want to hear, and we did touch on some benefits, you, you all did, but I think if you want to hear more benefits of it, you're going to have to go to the Masculine Journey After Hours podcast that we're getting ready to record here in a few minutes, and listen to it, and uh, pick up the benefits of community, because I'm telling you, you can't get through life without it. I know that you felt like you've had community in the past, and maybe you've had, but I, I promise you sometimes it's been a, a smaller version of what community really can be. And so we're going to talk more about that in the after hours and share some of our stories. Uh, while we're at break and while you're getting ready to download the uh, after hours, go to MasculineJourney.org, register for the boot camp November 18th through 21st. This is the Truth Network.